Welcome home, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Welcome Home is a podcast where I, your host Josh, sit down for a conversation with different people who I admire and discuss whatever's on their mind, and especially focus on life at home in times like this. Wherever you are and however you're listening, thank you for your support, and once again, welcome home. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining in on this week's episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. This is your host, Josh, and I decided to make today's episode a little different than what you're probably used to. Today's episode is episode 97, um, and maybe you have heard in some of the other Katinas content or maybe you haven't, but coming up on episode 100, we are going to be making a shift in the format of the podcast. Um, it's something I'm excited about and something I think you guys are going to enjoy. Um, but it's not going to be uh, necessarily just me and one other person. Um, in fact, we're changing where we're even recording the podcast. And so... I'm not really sure exactly when the next time is going to be after episode 99 that I'm here in the studio uh, that I've recorded almost all of our podcasts. And um, I just wanted to take this opportunity as one of the last episodes before the format shift before episode 100 to do something that I've never done before, but I've always kind of had a um, an itch to do it like this. And uh, it might be great and you might love it. It also might crash and burn and that's fine too, but at least I can say I tried. Um, but today it's just going to be me on the show. Um, and I think it's probably going to be audio only. Uh, I'll still put it on YouTube, but you know, this is what a podcast was for me when I first started getting into podcasts as a listener, as a fan. I've been listening to podcasts now for maybe eight or nine years and they have always been kind of a uh they've always been in the background of my life since I first started listening and there have been a lot of podcasters and, and conversations but also just people talking to themselves that uh, honestly had a deep impact on me um and I think it's interesting to hear the thoughts of people that come out, especially when they're in a room by themselves with just a microphone. And so uh, I'm going to give it a go today. And I want to start off by thanking everyone who has supported this show, whether this is your first episode that you've listened to or you've been here from day one, uh, which, believe it or not, was almost two years ago now, which is crazy for me to think about. Um, this podcast has been a constant in my life now for almost two years, and I think it's important to have constants in your life. I think uh, if, if I learned anything about my life in what's almost 27 years now, it's that everything changes constantly. Um, change is an inevitable p part of life, 
And it's really important for you to have things that are constants, have things that through all of the change, um, you can always come back to and rely on and know that they are what they are. Um, I think it's a very centering thing to have um, constants in your life. And so this podcast for me has been a, a constant now for almost two years. And I hope that for some of you listening, it's been a constant for you as well. Um, but this podcast wouldn't be possible uh, if it weren't for people who press play and listen um, or who watch on YouTube. And it especially wouldn't be possible if it weren't for the people who partner with the Katinas financially. Uh, you probably hear me talk about this all the time. In fact, I know you do because I start every episode off uh, with with a message similar to this. But um, our financial partners, they are people who, whether they know it or not, change our lives and change my life. Uh, most of you probably know that since February of this year, I've been working with the Katinas, uh, working uh, with my, my dad and, my, and his brothers, and essentially what my role is, is to serve our partners. And so through these last, since February, um, I've had the opportunity and the blessing to uh, kind of be closer to our partners, to who those people are. And if you're listening and you're one of them, you know who you are. Uh, hopefully you know that, that it's me who sends you guys the emails saying thank you and also letting you know what um, you can expect as a partner, uh, some of the the exclusive content that that I've played a part in creating, um, that's for you. Um, that's basically what I've been doing since February, and it's been a blast. And it's really opened my eyes even more so um, to the impact that our partners have. Um, this constant of my life wouldn't be possible if it weren't for you guys. And so if you're out there and you listen to this show, this is me humbly coming to you and asking you to partner with the Katinas. Partner with us financially. Um, the best way to do that is to visit thekatinas.com. There's a give button there. Just click on that. Um, but when you partner with us, uh, yes, you're, you're helping my family continue to operate as a business, um, but also, b- even beyond that, you're allowing us to continue carrying out the mission that we believe is on our lives. Um, and this mission is something that we find great fulfillment in, and hopefully other people are blessed by it. I believe that pe- other people are blessed by it. Otherwise, the Katinas wouldn't be doing what they're still doing today, Um and what they've been doing for over 30 years now. So it's difficult for me to ask for um, financial support like that, but um, I want people to know that uh, we need it. We need support, and your support, it, it goes a long way. It changes lives, so thank you. All right, well, now that I've gotten that out of the way, I'll set the scene for you guys. It is today is June sixth, twenty twenty three. Um, I am sitting in my home studio, 
I'm sitting in the chair that I'm normally in when I'm recording, but there's nobody in the chair across from me except for my dog, Roscoe. He's laying down, curled up in a ball. Um, it's sunny outside, and I woke up this morning with a um, feeling of, I don't know if I want to say sadness, but maybe it was sadness. Uh, today is the day before my birthday. Tomorrow I'm going to be 27 years old. Um, and June 6th has always been a day where <clears throat> I reflect on the past year of my life. But it's also, for those of you who are interested in American history, today's the anniversary of D-Day, the D-Day invasion, which, if you don't know, was um, when the Allied troops in World War II invaded France, and it was, in a way, the beginning of the end of World War II. And World War II has always been interesting to me just because of, you know, the huge figures in that time period that everyone learns about in history class today. I'm really interested in people like uh, Winston Churchill, uh, FDR, Adolf Hitler, all of those uh, great figures, uh, great meaning... <laughs> Uh, they had tremendous impact on the world today, whether it be good or bad. I, I find it interesting learning about those people. But even more than that, D-Day to me is a reminder of the thousands of nameless heroes that we'll never hear their names. Often they were 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, maybe even younger Um who sacrificed their lives. And maybe they didn't even understand what they were sacrificing. I sometimes wonder what 18-year-old Josh Katina, what would he have thought about the D-Day invasion? Would he have been a part of it? Would he have um, understood the weight of what that day was? Would he have understood the legacy of what that day would become? I don't know the answer to that, but... I think it's important to remember that there's thousands of people, men and women, who will never know their names, uh, will probably never hear their stories, but great sacrifices have been made all throughout human history to bring us to where we are today. And D-Day is a great reminder of that for me. And so... Um, I woke up thinking about that. I always wake up on June 6th thinking about D-Day and realizing that it's the day before my birthday. And this year's birthday for me, 27, um, it means it's kind of a weird birthday to me. It's funny thinking when I was a teenager, I thought 27 was old and now I'm about to be 27 and I don't want to be old. But I'm sure there's probably teenagers out there who probably think the same thing, that, that that Josh guy, he's 27, he's old now. But as I look um, forward to turning 27 tomorrow, um, I have some uh, things that I'm wrestling with. You know, everyone makes plans in their lives, whether they know it or not. Uh, I have goals in my life. 
several of them I have achieved, but a lot of them I haven't. And I think if you had asked 18-year-old Josh, where are you going to be when you're 27 years old? I honestly don't think he would have said he would be sitting in a, in a studio in his own house recording a podcast that goes out to fans of the Katinas. Uh, I think he probably would have thought that I had accomplished more, if I'm being honest. And I'm not saying this to um, belittle the things that I have accomplished and the things that I am proud of. But I think this has been a theme in probably the last few years of my life where I'm starting to really feel the passage of time. I'm starting to really feel um, the weight of that. And if I'm being totally honest, there's a lot of things that I wish uh, were already under my belt that aren't yet. I'm turning 27 tomorrow, and uh, there's a lot of goals that I have that I still haven't achieved, and I really thought that I would have by now. And so that's painful to think about. Um, and it is uh, a tough reality to accept. But I think that I probably felt the same way when I turned 26. I know I did. And I felt the same way when I turned 25, same way when I turned 24. And, you know, the reality is I'll probably feel the same way when I turn 28. And maybe that's something I have to work through in myself is not putting timelines on things and not, uh, not belittling the things that I do accomplish. But that's just the honest truth of where I am. And so... As my la on my last day of be being 26 years old, um, I'm going to try today. It's early in the morning right now. I'm going to try today to appreciate the, th the things that I should be thankful for, appreciate the things that the blessings that God has given me. I want to use this feeling that I have moving towards turning 27 as fuel for me throughout the next year of my life. And hopefully, um, when I turn 28, when it's June 6th, 2024, um, I'll be able to say, I accomplished some new things in this year. And I probably won't accomplish everything that I hoped I had, I had accomplished by the time I turned 28, but maybe there will be a few things that I can check off that list. Uh, hopefully, I'll be a truer version of myself, a more honest version of myself. Um, the question that I always ask my guests on this show is what's going on at home? So I'm asking myself that question, Josh, what's going on at home? Well, Josh, for me, one of the things that I'm working through right now is being more honest with others, of course, but also more honest with myself. I think I've mentioned on a past episode that uh, I started going to see a therapist, and 
one of the things now that I feel like I've uncovered in my time working with him is that there are a lot of things about myself, a lot of emotions that I have, a lot of desires that I have, that for years now I have been lying to myself about. Uh, For example, um, anger. There's been many times in my life where I think deep down I was angry about something, but because of, you know, my personality and certain experiences that I've had throughout my life, anger for me is something that I'm not comfortable with feeling. And so I would ignore my anger. I would lie to myself and say that I'm not angry when in fact I was. And that's just an example, but it's a pattern in my life that I, that I can see now from when I was young. And I think that what I've come to realize is that all of this lying to myself, um, it has created a hole in me. And I think it's a hole that maybe a lot of people have inside of them. And the way I think that you can fill this hole is by being honest, being honest with others, but most importantly, being honest with yourself. And so at home for me, what I'm really trying to do is be super aware and accepting of my emotions all the time. Whether those emotions are things that I'm happy to accept or things that I'm hesitant to accept. Things like anger or fear or shame, sadness, happiness, joy, gratitude, all of those things. Letting myself feel those things. Letting myself uh, be honest about what those emotions mean to me, where those emotions are guiding me. And I don't want to become a slave to my emotions. I think that's something that uh, I probably was taught from a young age is to not let emotions control me, be a controlling force in my life. And maybe, you know, maybe my scope is too narrow in this, but I feel like a lot of young men probably can relate to that, Um, that can resonate with them, is that as young men, I think a lot of times we're taught that we're supposed to be greater than our emotions. We're supposed to be above our emotions. And despite whatever we're feeling, there are certain responsibilities of a young man, expectations, roles that a man is supposed to play. And for some reason, we feel that emotion can get in the way of that. And I think there's definitely a way that that is possible. And there's certainly plenty of examples where that is true. But I also think, as a man, I've probably missed out on a lot of powerful um, experiences, profound revelations, um, all because I was lying to myself about my emotion, telling myself that that's what a man does. And so I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to be that guy who... Um, 
thinks he's better than his emotions, who thinks emotion makes him weak. I don't want to be that guy. And so it's hard. It's really hard. And most people, like, if you know me personally, this is just what people have told me myself, that I'm very, um, I'm often a quiet person. Uh, I am someone who is steady. And steady can be a good thing, but it can also mean that he's ignoring things that may make him unsteady, just so he can continue to be steady. Uh, I've also had a lot of people tell me in my life that I'm hard to read. Uh, it's hard to know what's truly going on in my head. And I think that's probably true. And I think the person that it's truest for is actually myself. Uh, in my time in therapy, I, I think I'm uncovering that there's a lot of things about myself that I don't even know. Like a lot of desires that I have that I'm not even aware of. And it's a, <laughs> it's a weird experience. It's somewhat sad because I think I've been thinking about, you know, I'm turning 27 and there are still things about myself, still desires, still uh, um, pain and but also joy that in 27 years, I've never even tapped into. I've never even known to tap into those. And so in a way, that's sad to me because I think everyone wants to live a full life, wants to live a fulfilling life. And it's hard to do that if you don't even know yourself fully. I might even say it's impossible to do that. And so it's sad to me to think that there are parts of my life, there's time in my life that I'll never get back, that I never got to feel fully. I never got to approach from an honest uh, angle because I didn't even know who I was at that time. And so, but I'm accepting that and I'm thankful that I'm 27 when I'm accepting that and not 77. And I'm hoping that from today until my 77th birthday, God willing, I make it to see that day. I'm hoping that each day I can live a more full and more honest life. Um, so that's what's going on at home. Another thing, just on a more practical level, my wife, Alexis, and I are getting ready to uh, in a couple of weeks, go see her parents. There, uh, I think I've mentioned this before, but her family—they have a uh, like a family beach house. Uh, they've had it for a long time, and we're going to visit them, her parents, at that beach house and spend Father's Day with her dad, Jim. I don't think Jim listens to the podcast, but if you're out there, Jim, and if you do listen, I know Karen does sometimes. Happy Father's Day to you! I'm excited to. Uh, be with you and Karen and Alexis on that day, and hopefully we can honor you and make you feel loved and cherished. One thing that we're going to do is we're going to go play golf. Me, Alexis, Jim, and Karen are going to golf together. Golf is something that my father-in-law loves to do, and it's actually something that I've been trying myself with my brother and my cousin Jackson uh, to learn 
it's a hard thing to learn. I've never, I never grew up going, going golfing or being around golfers. And, uh, I live in a, in a neighborhood that has like a public golf course pretty close by. And so I've been going to probably over the last two months now, going to the driving range and trying to learn how to swing a golf club. I'm not very good at it. Uh, we've played the course a few times and, um, I definitely see the allure of golfing. It's fun. It's something that even when you're not on the golf course, you start thinking about it and uh, daydreaming about golf and remembering uh, uh, you could have 80 bad shots and the one good shot that you had that probably was an accident, that's the shot that you think about all day. Um, So I've been getting into golf. And I'm going to hopefully not embarrass my father-in-law in a couple of weeks when we're on the golf course together for the first time. That's going on at home. Uh, another thing, I'm working on music. I've been working on music uh, pretty faithfully now for the last year and a half. And uh, a lot of you know the music at the beginning and end of these podcasts are music that I made, um, are songs that I made. In 2022, I spent every day of the year making a a song, and that was a great experience. It was a stretching experience. I definitely think I grew through that, and now as a, uh, uh, in 2023, I haven't been doing that. I haven't been like, the goal is not to just start and finish a song every day. The goal is to work on music every day and hopefully create good songs, honest songs, and uh, songs that resonate with myself. So I've been doing that a lot. It's been fun having the opportunity to spend more time in the studio ever since I left my corporate job and uh, um, started working with the Katinas part-time. I've had more time to dedicate to music. (laughs) I'll throw this out there. One of my goals, too, is to make music as a producer for other artists. Uh, I had the privilege of doing that with one of my friends at the towards the end of last year, and it was a great experience, and it's something that I find fulfillment in. So if there's anyone listening that maybe you or someone you know wants to make a song, record a song, and would want me to be a part of that as a producer, uh, reach out to me. Um, I would love to work with you. I'll say yes to pretty much anybody. Um, So there, I threw that out there. But I've been making a lot of music. I've also been reading a lot. I just finished reading a book literally two days ago that I've wanted to read for a long time. I've never brought myself to read it, but I finally did. It was, uh, it's a classic novel, Crime and Punishment by Fyodor Dostoevsky. I think that's how you say his name. I believe it was written in the late 1800s, and it's considered one of the classic pieces of of fiction literature. It was an interesting read. It was a hard read. It, uh, it, it, It originally was written in Russian, so it was translated to English, and it was also, like I said, written in the late 1800s, so... Um, people wrote differently back then than they do today. So I had to really dig into, um, what the author was saying and it's a fiction book. It's a story. Maybe some of you have read it, 
Um, but if you haven't, essentially what the story is about is a young man who commits a crime um, and he commits the crime towards the beginning of the book. And the rest of the story is essentially him fighting the demons within himself of what did I just do? And how do I, should I be honest? Should I come forth about what I did? Should I continue to hide it? And um, the book is 500 pages. So it's a lot of just kind of his inner dialogue and um, his inner thoughts. And, you know, I don't, I'm still processing what the, um, what the main message of the book is, but my initial reaction to that book is that the author was trying to show that isolation can be a very dangerous thing because the the protagonist the the young man who committed the crime his response and and way of coping with the emotions that that he's dealing with is to isolate from everyone he doesn't want his family or his friends to be around him because he's afraid that, you know, maybe the truth will come out or that they'll sense something has changed in him. And in result, in, uh, as a result of that, he starts basically going crazy. And that isolation is so unhealthy for him. And so that's what I took away from Crime and Punishment. Um, another book that I'm reading now is a book by a music producer who I look up to and I'm inspired by. His name's Rick Rubin. He just came out with a book called The Creative Act, A Way of Being. And essentially what that book is, is his perspective on what it means to be an artist, what it means to be creative. And I think he's kind of sharing some pieces of knowledge that he's picked up through his life on how to work through creative problems. And I initially thought that this book would be all about music um, and just the creative process of of making music and writing songs or composing. And <laughs> I'm only about a hundred pages in, but it's not really about music at all. It's it's more about kind of how the title says a way of being um, and what it means to be an artist in the world. And what Rick Rubin is basically saying, he's kind of a, he's kind of a, how would I say this? He's just an out there guy. He sees the world in a very unique way, but he believes that the root of creativity is awareness and being aware of everything around us, nature, humanity, And allowing ourselves, he thinks that allowing ourselves to be aware and not to try and understand things, not to try and um, analyze things, but just to appreciate them in our everyday life. And he credits that way of being to his creative uh, accomplishments. And so... That's been an interesting read. I'm hoping that maybe I can draw from it and take something from it. Um, But yeah, that's what I've been reading. 
I'm trying to think, is there anything else going on at home that I want to talk about? Um, Alexis and I are house hunting. We're trying to find a house to our, our first home uh, to become homeowners. Um, if there's any people out there who, like us who are trying to become first-time homeowners, you know how hard it is right now. Um, and so, especially in a place like Franklin, you know, I think I've said in many times that like Franklin, Nashville and Franklin, especially since the pandemic started, has been a really popular place for people to move to. And we've had this huge influx of, of new people. And as a result, uh, home prices have gone way up. And so uh, if I'm being honest, the, the whole house hunting process has been pretty discouraging for me. Um, especially because I'm trying to buy a home in, in the town that I grew up in and it seems to be next to impossible, but, um, we're just going to keep trying and we, we have a house right now that we're pretty interested in. And I think it's easy for both me and Alexis to, to get attached to a house and start dreaming about, oh, what we're, we're going to do this to the kitchen and we're going to do this to the master bedroom. And we do all of that. And then we find out, oh, the house sold to someone else who uh, just moved here from New York or California or Chicago and they paid in cash full and um, or it was bought by some investor and so that's a tough reality to come to grips with. And hopefully, you know, I'm believing that God has a home for us and that um, everything will work out as it's supposed to. But yeah, that's going on. Um, and I guess for now, that's it. Um, I'm about to leave my house now to go to the Katina's office and work. Um, for a few hours with my dad and his brothers. We're going to be spending time working on the uh, Cousins Reunion, uh, kind of solidifying some of the programming for that. I know a lot of you who listen to this podcast will be there. We're so excited to see you there. Um, if you're listening and you haven't bought tickets, you still have time. And uh, I would encourage you if you think you can't make it for if it's financial reasons or uh, location or whatever, but you want to come, or even if there's a little bit in you that says, man, it would be fun to go to the Katina's reunion, I'm, I'm going to ask you to listen to that voice and reach out to me at Katina's Ops, Katina's OPS at gmail.com. And I want to help you get there. Uh, we want to help you get there. We would love to have you join us. Um, and we're willing to work, uh, through whatever your situation is to try and we'll do all we can to try and make sure that you can come. So if that's something you want to do, uh, reach out to me, katinasops at gmail.com. And I'll definitely respond to you. I'm going to be spending time at the office today. That's all I'm going to be doing is emailing people about their reunion, but as I finish this, wow, I can't believe I've been going 37 minutes. As I finish this podcast, I want to finish it with gratitude. And I want to thank all of you listening. If you're still listening now, uh, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for being with me over these last two years. 
and thank you for caring even a little bit about this. Uh, podcasting is, I can't necessarily say it's ever been a dream of mine to be a podcaster or even something that I thought I would enjoy, but I truly have enjoyed it. And even though this show is going to be changing, uh, I'm still going to be a part of it, thankfully. And I think our listeners are going to be blessed by the shift in format. So um, for the 97th time, to those of you listening, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with more episodes soon. Have a great day. Have a nice